Hey everyone, it's Joel Woodbridge, and I want to welcome you to the Next Steps podcast from the woods, a podcast all about helping you discover how you can grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, whether you've grown up in the church or are brand new to following Jesus, we all have areas where we can better know God intimately, grow in community with others, serve on a ministry team, and share in Christ's mission to the world. My hope today is that you will be encouraged to take a next step to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, hey, friends, thanks so much for tuning in. Welcome to episode eight of our Next Steps podcast. This is a podcast all about encouraging you to take the next step in your faith journey with Jesus. I'm joined again by my good friend, Eric Connell. Hello, everyone. Yeah, we've been talking a little bit about Rooted. Rooted is being uh, this this tool that we're using at our church, Wanamaker Woods Church of the Nazarene in Topeka, Kansas, about uh, starting small groups. And so we're kind of just walking through the content of it and hoping that uh, you, our listeners, can benefit from um, the discussion, but also encourage you to take a, a next step in your faith journey. And so last week, we uh, started the conversation, how can I make the most of my life? We started that last week, and this week we're going to continue that conversation. Um, this uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, who we serve and how we um, ultimately serve them, right? So um, one of the concepts that comes up in Rooted that I'd like to talk about today is this idea of compassion in action. Compassion in action starts with the question, who is my neighbor? Hmm. So um, knowing that, Eric... What is, uh, what is, uh, what's the answer to that question? Who is my neighbor? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you got your neighbors. I mean, of course, where you, wherever you live, apartment, house, con- you know, whatever you have, you'll have what they call your neighbors. But this is, you know, I, I hope I'm not um, wrong here, but your neighbor is and can be anybody. That's right. I mean, you, you yep. you're walking down the street and on a nice day and you see let's say somebody that's down on their luck and they're asking for money. You know, and you walk by him, you walk by him a hundred times. Even if even if that one time you just say sit down and just have a conversation with him. Maybe not give him or her money because sometimes you don't know what they're going to use that money for. But in my opinion, just um treat them well okay now i can't say that because some people don't like their neighbors but treat, <laughs> <laughs> treat them like like they were your neighbors yeah like like yeah. in real life you know you know man i'm kind of talking to myself here on this one but just sit <laughs> sit down and, and hey how's it going you know yeah. uh is there anything i can pray for you about yeah. or or can i go get you a cup of coffee or or just just be you know i think last week we talked about um um, just serving others uh-huh. and, uh, and and our purpose, you know, and and knowing that the word neighbor and uh, who is your neighbor, you know that it's important to realize that we're all in this together. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting to to think about this idea of who is my neighbor coming from a parable that Jesus gave. Um, when when someone comes to him, they, they had this this debate, uh, kind of were trying to trick him just a little bit, and 
they ask the question, well, who is my neighbor? And so Jesus responds, not by answering the question necessarily, but he tells this story of a Samaritan who comes and helps um, this gentleman who got caught in the hands of robbers. It's the last person you would expect to come and actually help uh, was this Samaritan person. And so the, the Samaritan person who was kind of in that day thought of as the most vile, uh, not so good person, they ultimately became the hero of the story. Yeah. And so the question at the end was who was the one who was the neighbor? Yeah, because wasn't there, wasn't there two or three that walked by? Yeah, and a priest and a, yeah. and a Levite, two yeah. very prominent religious people, walked by and did nothing to help the person who was left in for need. dead, the yeah. person who was in need, yeah. And so um, when, when Jesus kind of spins back the question, so who do you think the neighbor was, the answer became pretty obvious. And so Jesus' response is to go and, and, and do likewise, to live in that same kind of way where the people that we meet, that everyone that we come in contact with is the potential to be a neighbor, someone in, in need, yeah. right? And so when you think about that compassion that is in action, in other words, the compassion or the, 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 the love that comes from serving someone else, the uh, it, it's tangible, it's something that we do, and it's to the folks that are around us. It's um, uh, a, a concern for those who are needy and those who are poor. Uh, what's interesting about serving those who are needy and those who are poor is a lot of times, um, as Christians, we can have this superiority complex where we kind of feel like we might be a little bit above people and serving them. And so it's almost like we are doing charity out of the goodness of our hearts. And because we've been so blessed, we're going to go bless other people kind of thing, right? And what what's interesting is that when you think about um, the way that Jesus came and served, is that is not at all how he approached uh the people that he came in contact with, right? He came, he got down on their level, first of all, by becoming a human. Yeah. But then he would go and touch and uh, hang out with and talk to some of the people that most everyone else ignored, neglected, yeah. ignored, and wanted nothing to do with. And so what's interesting is what we we kind of pick pick up from that and learn from that is that part of serving does not mean that we serve out of our greatness. Instead, we serve because we realize we're not that different from those who are being served. We too are poor in one sense. Yeah. We too are struggling. We we too are, we we've we've had issues in our lives, and then what I love what what Jesus says in one of uh, his texts and one of the texts that we find in Scripture is that whenever you serve the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you've done it for me. So you almost get this image that when you serve someone who is the least of these, the poor, the needy, those types of things, right? um, you are serving 
someone who is disguised as Jesus. Hmm. I, see, I like it. <laughs> um, it's a, you know, well, I mean, okay, so last week we talked a little bit about that, uh, about serving, and, you know, I think I mentioned something about uh, don't, don't serve out of, like you just said, out of, you know, greatness or out of, because uh, I because I can, yeah. or because I, I oh I need to because I am on that pedestal you know it's just serve because you want to not only spread the good news of the gospel but mm-hmm. you you want to I mean our world's it's a struggling world right now and, and and I mean that's a big part of why uh, you're reaching out to people on this podcast to to for them to take their next step. So their lives can get to where mm-hmm. they can possibly start serving. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, to, for, for you listening out there, I'll tell you right now, the, for the people that I have served, say the guy that I think a couple, about a month ago when we talked, um, four or five episodes ago, I, I served a man, um, you know, put some money into him, and it fell through. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter because it was out of love that I did this. Sure. I didn't feel like sure. I'm going to do this just to tell everybody about it. Yeah. No, I, I did this because I really felt God talking to me and saying, mm-hmm. serve this guy. And then in the middle of all that, what I'm trying to get to in my point here is he actually served me. Yeah. Because yeah. he texted me one one day. And, and and told me that it was he was so glad that I was in his life and um, pretty much that you know without going to that encounter with us you know his life was you know not very good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the words exact so I'm not going to quote it but <laughs> the long story short here is when he reached out to me and opened up his heart and shared yeah. his love for for his appreciation for what I did, I say I, what God used me for, mm-hmm. that turned around and made it to realize for myself, man, this, you know, I just, he just served me. Yeah. I mean, at the same time of me serving him. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what, how I felt anyways. Yeah. And, and I think that that's true, especially when you serve with the right motive. When you come at it as not from a superiority as in I'm better or I've been blessed. So therefore I'm, I'm going to bless these, these, you know, these poor, innocent people. Uh, when you come at it with the right motive, um, God begins to work in it where there's a give and a take. In other words, you will find out that oftentimes when, when you serve, God returns it in the form of a blessing of some sort to you, right? I can tell you how many times uh, I've been on like a a mission trip or something like that where we go to serve a a resident. And one of the things that uh, as a youth pastor, I would take students oftentimes on these mission trips where we would go to um, cities and a lot of times it'd be an inner city uh, setting where we would help um, residents work on houses that they they were no longer able to either maintain because you know physically they just couldn't keep up with it or financially there was no way they could afford uh, the repairs that were needed uh, something like that and so we would go and help um, these folks uh, for an entire week and a lot of times we would find ourselves 
um, you know, as a, as the youth pastor, I'd be working with a crew and I need a break. So I'm going to just go sit down on the front porch with the resident that we were serving and just have a conversation with them. Yeah. And I tell you what, those were the moments when we walked away more feeling much more blessed. I mean, we, you yeah. know, we, we gave the person a, 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 a painting we painted their house we gave them a maybe a wheelchair ramp or something like that so they could get in and out of their house safely um some other odd jobs sometimes around their house and ultimately we left going you know god has done an incredible thing more to me than i feel like what i gave them and um uh, you know, your perspective begins to change and God begins to work more, I think, at times in your own heart when you do these sort of things. Yeah, that's and, great. And and what ultimately what I'd love to see, at least for me personally, is that that becomes a lifestyle where serving just becomes part of of who we are, not because... Like like what you've been saying, not because we have to, but because we want to. We want to give in the same way that Christ has given of himself to us, right? So um, talking about how this becomes a part of our life or how we make the most of our life, what an incredible thing to happen in our lives when we give and keep on giving and keep on giving in a way that God ultimately... Um, honors and does something with to the point where it's much bigger than ourselves it's much grander and and greater that it it ultimately is um benefiting the very kingdom of god yeah yeah and so um one of the the questions that i would encourage our listeners to wrestle with today is this idea of how you can serve in the in a ministry or, or create a ministry, I guess you could say, right where you are, whether that be um, in your workplace environment, whether that be um, uh, school, school, uh, your your home, your family, your neighbor, your, your maybe even your neighborhood. <laughs> we talked about neighbors, yeah. Um, ways that you can serve people you, you know you don't have to travel across the united states on yeah. a mission trip or across the world uh, on an international mission trip to do this no, not at all you can do this right where you are and so my challenge i guess and, yeah. and talking about a next step to, to to do something to grow in your faith is to find a ministry that is right where you are <laughs> yeah and for some, that might be the local church, you know? Hey, that amen. is a good place to, to, to start. What I, what I start with mine, I started mowing the yard yeah. here yep. a, few, a few years back. Yeah, that's right. And um, I, I was, that was the greatest thing. You know? I, <laughs> yeah. I'd, uh, I'd actually catch myself out front in front of the three crosses, uh, and, I'd, and I'd be mowing. Yeah. And I'd look at them crosses, and, and I'd just be like, I don't care if there's traffic. And I'd stop, and I'd get on my knee, and, and I would pray. <laughs> and and thank God for yeah. for the opportunity to serve. Yep. In that way, I mean, it's something simple as that. You know, just yeah. mowing the yards. Yeah. Um, uh, for the, for for your local church or for for your neighbor. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yep. what if what if you're you know you're looking at your yeah. neighbor's yard and they're like, oh man, they don't mow the yard. Well, what if they can't? Yeah. You know, there that'd be man. They're hey, go. You need some help mowing your yard today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something as simple as that is is, mm-hmm. is serving. But you know. Yeah. 
I'd definitely say, you know, if, if you're, if you're listening or watching this and you're, uh, you're really debating on, you know, well, I, I don't know how to do that. I, I don't know how to, how to step out and take that step. I, I would strongly, you know, I've learned to be honest with yourself, get alone and pray, ask God, mm-hmm. ask God what, 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 where you want, where you should be and, and how you should go about it. And he will direct you, uh, in one way or oh, another. Yeah. You just got to be open mind and open heart and ready for, for to receive it. So, yeah. and open eyes. Yeah. Opportunities will come. Yeah. And, uh, I don't want to be caught going, God, what opportunities did you give me? I didn't see any today. <laughs> you probably gave you some. They're so, probably there all the yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I encourage you guys, if you're listening today, to uh, find a way that you can serve a ministry right where you're at, whether that be in your workplace environment, whether that be in your home, whether that be at a local church that you're a part of, um, or, or, or your neighborhood even, wherever, a way that you can, um, can, can show compassion in action right? Hands-on love, this concern for those who are needy, who are um, not under us. We're not superior as Christians. Yeah. We're not better. We're just simply people who who have been shown by a God who loves us deeply what it means to truly love. And so that's what we do. So I challenge you, again, to take that step in, in your journey. Thanks so much for tuning in today and for um, uh, listening. I hope that some of what we've said has encouraged you, blessed you, and challenges you to take that next step in your journey. Thanks so much. Take care.